0: host and this will be the eighth podcast. On today's topic, I was going to talk about in-laws and dealing with grandkids and how they love to parent, be there for everything, and how we can overcome these situations in our lives. Now let's start from the beginning of a relationship. Now that we're married and it's been a few years, we start to plan on having kids. Now like most parents or in-laws, they always ask the question, when are you having kids? When are you having kids? Like every time you see them, even when you live out of state or not, it's always the top question. So my advice to everyone is make sure you tell them your plans ahead of time so they know the plan of when you're having kids. Or else it's going to be brought up every time you see them, every dinner, every time you're in town. It always is the top question. Trust me. I've been there. Now, with my in-laws, they planned on when we wanted to have kids. They wanted us to start immediately. But we made sure to tell them, hey, we wanted time to get to know each other more, you know, and live our life together before we start having kids. Obviously, that's what a lot of couples want to do. And so, therefore, it is your responsibility to keep it between you and your spouse. Do not let your in-laws come into that relationship because, trust me, if you have toxic in-laws, it's going to happen. Um, it happened to mine. They always asked, hey, when are you having kids? You need to do it now. I want my grandbabies. And it's like, hey, I need a minute. Like, we just got married a year ago. And, you know, it's not your, um, role to tell me when to have kids or not. In our circumstance, um, it actually that we waited a couple years, um, to have kids. And so by the time we did plan on it, we ended up having fertility issues and it took us four more years to have our kids. And so you'll, you'll run into problems like that, but it's still your, your priority of when to start to have kids. Um, we were lucky that the fertility, even though it took so long, it did work. Um, we have several beautiful kids, and I'm proud of it. Um, on that note, when we told them about the first pregnancy, immediately the first thing my mother-in-law said was, I'm going to be in the delivery room with you. I know several people are open to this. I am not. I am like, hey, this is our first. My husband and I would love to just do this on our own. We want that connection with our child. And in my circumstance, she ended up coming in the room. She came out a month early and was like, I. she was determined. She was like, I am determined to be there for this baby. And she didn't even let us know she was coming ahead of time, like a whole month before I was expecting like a week before, but she didn't want to miss the baby. And babies are very unpredictable. A lot of parents know this. Like it could come two weeks early, two weeks late, a month early. Who knows? So she came out a month early and stayed with us. And my child, my first one, came on the due date, believe it or not. So she was there. And, of course, if your mother-in-law is there, you have to invite your mom because that would be a huge problem in the end, like a huge drama going on (laughs) between the two situations of you and your mom relationship, and I think it it would really hurt your own mom if you didn't have her in the room when you have your mother-in-law, but that's my opinion, I mean, go ahead and have whoever you want, and also help that the hospital we went to, you're only allowed two guests, and so we were limited at this hospital. Now, when I had more kids, we moved to a different state, and they allowed up to, like, four four guests. And she invited whoever she wanted in the room. And I'm talking about my sister-in-law being with her and, like, everyone being there who wanted to be there. It was pretty much, I, I think we should have just done a home birth and had a party going on saying, Hey, we're having the baby. Everyone's invited at this point because that's just really what it felt like because she could invite whoever and I had no way of saying no I just I don't have the option in my in my relationship with the in-laws and so hopefully you have a better um boundary between you and your mother-in-law because I didn't have any chance of saying no I don't now here comes raising the kids um honestly I would like to say who's really raising the 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 grandkids honestly I think it's um his parents because the in-laws um they have to say when when we can come over what the kids can do what they can't do why are they not bathed why are they not dressed and they do this in front of the kids like oh you're not allowed to do that um you can't take them there you know they tell me as a my my parent me that I can't take my own kids somewhere in front of them and so um it's hard because I don't know who the parent is, and they second-guess me in front of my kids and tell me how to parent. Like, you need to do this with them. They're not eating enough. Or, hey, um, they can eat that chips before dinner. I let them because I'm the grandparent, and I have my reasons to give it to them. And so, I, I honestly, it's hard because it's like, okay, please don't parent me in front of my own kids. But at the same time, you don't want to start a scene. You do not want to start a scene in front of your kids and fighting take it into another room, to, um, or have your spouse talk to his parents because he, or your, whoever it is, in-laws, have them talk to them because they're their family. They know how to handle the situations. So I think I brought up this circumstance before. Um, so my mom was super sick. Like she was in the, um, ICU. She was ready to pass away. And, um, I was like, you know what? I need to pat the kids, like, we don't have time to wait, I need to go, I need to go, and, like, it, this was, like, a 14, 15 hour drive, and so I was like, I need to just take the kids, my husband had work, he couldn't take off, and especially if you're, you know, my mother did end up passing away, so he, he would have to come up later for the funeral, so I'm like, I'm just gonna go, I'll take the kids out of school, but I gotta pack and leave tonight, because I don't know how long they have, and she has, and so, When I was doing this, I was on the phone with my sister, and we were communicating about what was going on. And and then I get this knock on the door. And I was like, what? Who's here? I don't, like, I don't have time for this. I'm packing the kids, and we're leaving at 3 in the morning to go. And so, um, it was his, my father-in-law. And he says to me, you cannot take your kids on this trip. There's no reason for you to do that. They don't want to remember their grandma dying or being sick. That That's not a good memory for them. And what are they going to do? Huh? What are they? Like, he sat down and told me this. And it was like, this is, like, terrible because this is their grandma. They want to go say goodbye. I would have killed to go say goodbye to my grandpa who was sick and dying, you know, like... I mean, people need to be there. Yes, they're sick and dying and maybe that's a good memory for them and have because they can see them in that circumstance. But it was not his business to come to my house and do this. And he does. He's done this a lot. Like, one time I went to go pick up the kids and because they were playing with the other cousins and he said, no, they need to stay here. They're happy here and you can't take them. Like, And he's like, see, now you're making them cry by taking them. So I'm just realizing... Am I the parent here or is he the parent? And I think um, the best situation, if you want to keep a good relationship with your in-laws, is don't make a scene and just, um, you know, take the kids or don't fight them in front of the kids and be like, okay, let's talk about this another time right now, respect my wishes. But to keep that relationship with you and your father, do not fight about it in front of the kids or with him. I think just take it another day. Do it when it's you both are cooled down and you can talk about it without the kids being there because you don't want your kids to remember your grandpa, their grandpa or mother in- law fighting with you, and you don't want them to see you fighting with them because they'll always have those memories. Another concept I wanted to bring up too is um your your in-laws are not babysitters don't plan on them ever being your babysitter because it's not very going to happen unless they're really great and they're like, yeah, I'll take them and they're good about watching them. My in-laws are those toxic in-laws where, hey, I want to watch your kids, please. You never have us watching them. Okay. Then you give them a chance and then an hour into the date or wherever you're at. They're like, you need to come back. Your kids are crying or I don't really feel like watching them. Like I have not like they do that. And so I never plan on them babysitting. I always have a backup plan. Like if we're gonna go out and we bought tickets to somewhere, I always make sure to ask somebody else because it's important. Because in my circumstance, I I know something's always gonna come up. Um, like, um, I I've had doctor's appointments in the morning of. I get messages from my mother-in-law saying, "Hey, I have a massage. I forgot about. I have my makeup, my nail appointment." my hair appointment she'll text me 10 minutes before my appointment every time i'm not even lying like i have messages i even can show you every appointment it's like well okay well luckily i found somebody else or i have um a way of getting the kids to be somewhere for my appointment um and so it always becomes an issue so don't ever plan on your in-laws babysitting or being the babysitter unless they're really there to help or retired i don't know Whatever your circumstances is, don't plan on them babysitting, being the babysitter. Another thing my in-laws love, love to do is buy my kids toys. Ugh, I don't know what it is. I I mean, like, it's really nice, and I always say thanks for doing that, but at the same time, they, my in-laws, like, we've talked about it, like, please, let's just do presents and stuff or gifts, like, birthday time or Christmas and make it a couple gifts because... it's just constantly they're buying presents every time they're with my kids and um it's not like like little presents it's like big presents like the loud um fire truck presents uh like you can hear the fire trucks down the street pretty much or the toys like and and things like they don't need and my mother-in-law says it's her way of expressing her love for them but um since we've talked about it like hey we I think it's more important that you spend the time with them than buy them things because um they want that love and that memory with you and we've talked about it but then she still goes out and just still buys it and I think she does it now knowing how much it bothers me and I don't know maybe you can try your best to set boundaries and um doing those things but it hasn't worked for me I'm still working through those things those situations um I obviously want my relationship to work with them because it's my husband's family um and I let him know and it bugs him too but I mean it it depends on how much you want done in this relationship like with your in-laws so in the end I don't know how I feel about the whole buying toys all the time with the kids I don't like it and maybe I'm a brat for just saying this like oh I'm selfish Um you should be honored that your in-laws want to do it but at the same time I think they're doing it purposely when you bring it up to them before like hey let's uh, can we not do this you know we want to do it on special occasions and so you can um, comment below and tell me what you think about it because maybe I'm looking at things wrong and I'm sure I am but after hearing and talking about it for so many years, I'm I'm trying to find out what better circumstances there are to this. So the last topic I wanted to bring up is things I've ha- seen my friends go through with their in-laws and myself. I've had the in-laws take my kids without my permission, and it's happened several times. Like, my mother-in-law will be here, and I'll be like, Hey, I'm going to take a shower. Do you mind watching them? And she's like, Yeah, sure. So when I, by the time I get out of the shower, the kids are gone, she's gone, she's taking them. And it's happened several times, not just about the shower. Like sometimes I'll be like, hey, I'm just going to run this downstairs or go outside. Do you mind watching them? And she'll just take them. And I and it bugs me because I'm the parent and you shouldn't be taking um, the grandkids without permission. And And yes, I can see it being like, oh, maybe she's helping me so I can have a break. And I get that. And that's so sweet of of her to do that but at the same time I am the parent I would like to know where they're going and who they're with because at first you, you you know you fear like what's what's happening where are my kids and you fear the worst um I've had times where my friends take a nap and they're like yeah I'm gonna watch your kids while you take a nap and then they take off and that's fine but as long as you leave a note saying hey I took the kids or anything but this never happened she didn't text me saying hey I have the kids we're going here it was more like, oh my gosh, did she take my kids to the gum forever? Like, I have no idea what was going on, and so until she shut up two hours later, and so I think um, as a a daughter and a mother in law, you need or anyone a father or a cousin or sister in law, you always need to say where you're taking the kids. Don't just take somebody else's kids; they're not yours. And those are my my biggest thing, things that irritate me is is that one so one thing i wanted to bring up is a good rule for parents wanting to to advise um the married children or like their spouses and partners is that um only give advice if it's requested as in-laws please don't give um your kids um advice in front of their other their your grandkids it's not respectful and they'll never learn learn things having you give advice um unsolicited advice is, is really negative on a relationship. Um, I've learned that and so be positive and just if we don't ask for your advice, don't give it. All you can do is offer respect for your kids. Um, they're old enough, give us our freedom of how to discipline our, new, our our kids, your grandkids and make them, we can make our own decisions. We're gonna learn from it it's gonna be hard. We're gonna see challenges just like you did and, but it's our responsibility not yours. Those were just a few tips I wanted to give today. Um, please listen to my next podcast, podcast number nine. It will be on sister-in-laws and ways I have dealt with them. Thanks. Bye.